Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from October 20th until the 27th, 2021, as we see the sun transition from Libra into Scorpio. That is one of the main energies over this next week, and we don't have a lot of transits or aspecting energies occurring, which really brings in a stronger sense of what these Scorpio energies are opening up within us, and I will be talking about those themes in today's show. I believe that Scorpio is a very misunderstood astrological sign, and I would like to offer another way of understanding the gifts of Scorpio, which I believe relates directly to our ability to experience deep love, deep acceptance, and deeper peace within ourselves. So we'll be talking about those energies in today's show. Now this show is being recorded on October 20th, right on the heels of the Aries full moon, which is designed to activate something within you around what you really want. Because Aries is the energy of self, it has a subjective quality to it, and it's meant to bring you back into connection with what is calling to you now. How are you trusting your instincts? How are you also prioritizing yourself? where you pull back your energy into your own auric field, your own sense of self, and something rises up and is speaking to you. There's a message, an understanding, something that you could even be reclaiming that is important to you. And so this is important because of how the Aries full moon does illuminate. It reveals something within ourselves that we weren't aware of previously. So there could be something here that you're understanding within your self-identity, within what you want, what you need, what you desire... And you could feel a motivation to go for it or to put together something that supports where you're going next. Now, the reason why I'm saying it in that way is because the ruler of Aries is Mars and Mars is currently in Libra, a sign known for weakening Mars because Mars in Libra is basically where we're sitting at the table having conversations, discussions, weighing the pros and cons, really assessing Are we on the same page? What do you want? What do I want? Then we take action. So it's a more contemplative Mars and it's bringing up more of these Libra themes of harmony, peace, balance. How can I really understand more of what I want before taking action? So this can also diffuse some of that impatience or impulsivity of the Aries full moon. It could also help you understand where you might have a clear understanding of what you want and now you're contemplating how to take action, how to go about the next steps and that there is a connection here to what we're planning, what we want to put into motion and where the energy could feel split. The split may be happening between where your body wants to move, 
which is Aries, and then how your mind is spinning or going through different scenarios. This energy is strong. Now it is going to taper off over this week and we're going to have something else rising up that helps you understand a deeper desire, a deeper reason, even something that pulls at you emotionally and energetically that you might not fully understand. And what I'm feeling is that as we move into Scorpio season, as the sun enters Scorpio on October 23rd, it could be October 22nd, depending on where you're located, this is a transition into more of what really calls to us in a deeper way, that's beyond our rational, logical understanding. And that's because Scorpio energy takes us into more of the fullness of our energies and that Scorpio energy connects us to what we've been carrying across multiple lifetimes, multiple timelines, and multiple dimensions of time. Scorpio gets deep really fast. It's almost like you go into the pool and all of a sudden you are in the deep end before you even know it because there's much more here that is opening up. And right before the sun enters Scorpio, we do have a square between the two ruling planets of Scorpio. Mars and Libra squares Pluto and Capricorn. They're both at 24 degrees. This is happening on October 21st. And this square is showing you a discomfort, showing you something that takes you out of a comfort zone. This is where there could be a deeper reaction or something that you're feeling that you can't deny. And this could show up first as something very uncomfortable, an element of your own shadow, a part of yourself that you're aware of. Uh, This could show up as something that immediately triggers you, pisses you off. Maybe you start to feel a jealousy. Maybe there's resentment. Maybe there's bitterness. Maybe there's something happening here that is actually revealing what you're ready to elevate. Now, both Mars and Pluto are connected with Scorpio. Pluto is known as the typical ruler of Scorpio energies, but because Pluto moves so slowly, the themes of Pluto can be ones that we work on throughout our whole lifetime. Whereas Mars is a personal planet that moves much faster and shows us how we're using our power, how we're using our daily energy and even our own life force. And Mars is connected with the life force of energy and how we move it through our body, our intuition, our energies, our emotional self. So Mars is also associated with Scorpio and Mars will enter Scorpio the end of this month, October 30th, and that is a sign that Mars is really strong in. But when we have these two rulers of Scorpio in a square, there is something that is triggering us, and this could even be at an ego level, which is Mars. This could be something that you're saying, that's not fair, I don't like that, how could they do this? 
With Mars in Libra, we can be aware and concerned with other people's actions and behavior. We can be aware of their choices and where we don't like their choices or we don't like their behavior. And that square to Pluto is revealing a power dynamic or a control element, some kind of tension. So be aware of that. Again, that's happening on October 21st, although the energy could start October 20th and last until the 22nd. So if there's something here that's pushing your buttons, emotionally getting to you, like it's just really revealing something you don't like. This is an opportunity to consciously work with what is coming up for you, to look at what your process is, to look at where you can perhaps retract your energy and understand that wherever you go, whatever you do, that's where your power is. That's where your light is. So it's coming back into the light of your own choices, what you're going to do next that is true for you, that does support you instead of being overly focused on the other. Now, we don't have any other intense transits between planets until later on, on October 30th, when the sun in Scorpio squares Saturn in Aquarius at seven degrees, the same day that Mars enters Scorpio. So over this next week, It could feel a little bit quieter. And it's interesting because this time of year is when the veil is very thin between realities. When our intuition is heightened, our ability to feel and sense is really turned up to 11. You could really have a sense that you're just feeling more. You're tapping into more energies. There's more that you're connecting with and you don't quite understand it all. This can really activate and open up more of your own soul's timelines, more of your own past life experiences, more about what you have experienced on this planet that perhaps you haven't fully transformed or consciously worked with in this lifetime. So the gifts of Scorpio are that we are alchemizers. We can transform and take something that is a catalyst and evolve it, move it into another expression. So over this next week, when there are fewer aspects between transiting planets, there's more that can be speaking to you on a subtle level. There's more that you could be feeling intuitively That is perhaps a quiet invitation or it's a whisper into a hidden corner or something that is waiting for you that maybe you have time and space to connect with or understand. After Mars squaring Pluto on October 21st, the energy feels softer. It feels softer and even lighter. It doesn't have a density to it. It has like this floating, open, shifting, gliding quality to it that can be beautiful for what we're looking to transform and shift in ourselves that maybe we didn't have energetic base for. 
where there's times that we could feel we're at capacity. I can't do one more thing. I can't focus on one more thing. I can't take one more thing. But this might be a week where the energies feel softer and more subtle and you're like, oh yeah, I can look at that. And when you're able to go there consciously, you could have some real quick awarenesses. I mean like lightning fast understandings. It's almost like you could feel like you're quickly pulled into another lifetime, into another energy field, into another experience. And this could be where you're even seeing yourself in a different physical body. And that's where you're connecting with your own energy in another lifetime. And this might be a really fascinating exercise. And so many of you could simply set the intention for this and see what arrives, see what comes through in your dream state or in your intuition, or even when you're watching a movie or anything visual, any kind of show even, and you see a character that just looks so familiar, you could be feeling or sensing that they are embodying something that you've experienced in another lifetime or timeline. So that's really how wild the energies can be this time of year as we open up to more of our own soul experiences and what has been hidden from our own consciousness now comes to light. These gifts of more energies opening up are one of the experiences as we transition into Scorpio season. And this is where the sun moves from the air sign of Libra, which is talkative, social, interesting, mental energy, where we're engaging with people and understanding what we have in common, what is different, what do you think about this, what do you like about that. Then we enter into Scorpio, which is the deeper emotional realms and what we don't see on the surface. And so you could think of this transition as being at some type of social event. Let's say it's a happy hour gathering or something that you're attending with friends. Everyone is talking, there's music, there's good food, there's drinks, it's lively. And then a friend pulls you aside, takes you out of the main room, asks you to come into a side hallway or another space that's quieter and says, I really have to tell you something that's going on. This is what happened to me today. Oh my gosh, I was so hurt or oh wow, this came up. I can't believe it. And this is where the Scorpio energy takes us into a space where we get into what we're feeling and what's really going on that we don't just show everyone. Where the Libra energy can put on a great face. It can be very savvy and know how to appear, how to appear in a certain way, how to be polished, uh, how to be a wonderful host. But the Scorpio energy is what's really going on at that event or at that party, what's going on within each person that they're feeling inside, they're maybe holding inside, and they're not going to openly share in the energy of Libra, but they're more likely to share and let you in in a quieter private space. So we transition into Scorpio season, which is about more of what we're feeling, the emotional messages that are coming up, as well as some parts of ourselves that maybe we're working through that we want some privacy or we want a safe place, a safe person, someone we can trust. 
And so here we enter Scorpio season and we're looking at who we can be ourselves with at a deeper level, where we can feel safe to be vulnerable, to share what we're really feeling, to perhaps dig into some fears or some parts of ourselves that we're working through, even if it feels heavy or tight at times. Scorpio is the space where we go into energy healing, intuitive healing, emotional healing. It's where we connect with a therapist, counselor, psychologist to understand more of what is going on within us and how it came to be. So Scorpio is the second water sign and it's the water sign that is about what you're sharing with another what you're experiencing with another person, whether that's consciously or unconsciously. And Scorpio is where we have also taken on or absorbed energies from other people that we work through and understand as we go through our healing work or our personal work. This is also why Scorpio is the realm of shadow work and shadow healing and going into our own psyche and subconscious to look at the fears, to look at what we've been feeling that maybe we've also been very uncomfortable with. So Scorpio energy, again, it gets deep very quickly and it's about more than just ourselves. So think of the water signs. The first water sign is cancer, and this is the energy associated with your early childhood experiences, what you absorbed from your home environment, what you emotionally experienced from your parents, either mother, father, any type of authority figure in your nuclear family, someone who gave you your first understanding of your feelings, where it was either safe to share and be open or you realize you had to be very self-protected, restrained, and shut down. So cancer energy is about your own emotional world and those first energetic imprints that you took on, often unconsciously. The second water sign, Scorpio, then brings those energies forward. And again, this can be very subtle at first, but this is why Scorpio is about therapy because usually in therapy and some kind of healing work, you're going back to childhood, going back to your inner child or something that you didn't realize you had taken on, you were holding. It could be some kind of behavior or some kind of pattern. And in Scorpio, Scorpio is how you show up with other people. Scorpio is about intimacy. And I don't just mean sexuality, which yes, that's a part of, but it's emotional intimacy. It's being honest about who you are, what you're feeling, and what's going on within you that can feel incredibly vulnerable. Scorpio is about getting into those vulnerabilities, giving yourself a safe place to say, this is how I feel. And that is where you can meet guilt or meet resentment. You can meet shame. If you've been feeling shame about something, you can also see your own behavior patterns in relationships in Scorpio. And this is where a lot of relationships of all kinds get tested because what you're looking at is not only how you show up and how trustworthy, how honest, how vulnerable, how open you feel with another 
but how they're doing the same or not. And so the intimacy of Scorpio is getting into the truth of who you are and how you have learned to operate with unconscious energies that can be really uncomfortable. Because in Scorpio, we meet our vulnerabilities. We see ourselves and we can see where we're afraid to go any further. We can see where we're afraid to speak up or say something that is connected to our truth. We can be afraid to be vulnerable. And then you can connect this to various themes that maybe you experienced in childhood, such as rejection, abandonment, alienation, betrayal, anything that was deeply wounding, that was hurtful, that got to you at an emotional level. Maybe you learned to bury it or to push it aside. Some people then learn how to never be vulnerable again. There's a scar on their heart or there's this huge boundary they've put up where they say, I'm never doing that again. And they don't always understand why or they don't relate it to what the original experience might have been. This is where the Scorpio energy can reveal, where instead of being open, vulnerable, honest with ourselves, we start to play power games or we put control dynamics in place because these are all designed to keep us safe and to keep us from being vulnerable because you don't want to repeat the pain. You don't want to repeat something that maybe was really damaging. So this is where in relationships, that Scorpio energy can show us how people have healed, how much work you've done on yourself, how much shadow work you've done, energy work, emotional work, where you've gone into those inner child messages. Uh, Perhaps you have met some parts of yourself that you really don't like and you've been working on transforming them, elevating them. This is all the beauty of Scorpio. And what I believe that Scorpio offers that's very, very special is that it supports us in transforming everything into a new understanding of love. This can be passionate love, deep love. Uh, This can be something that you just feel intensely for yourself and then for others. And Scorpio is a connection point to love. And it will show you in your life where you have either experienced the depths, the vulnerability, the authenticity of true love, or where there have been parts of your own energy that have been in the realms of not love. We'll call it not love because that can be a very big category of energies and experiences. Now, Scorpio is very decisive. And it is an all or nothing energy. And this is where you can even realistically assess this is love, this is not love. This is open, accepting, vulnerable. This is power games, manipulation, control, unconsciousness, exhausting experiences that wear me out. So with Scorpio, we are being an oppor- given an opportunity to assess how do you show up? In relationships to others, how are you willing to be very honest and clear about who you are? And I remember in college, I had some really good friends 
that all had strong Scorpio in their charts. And man, they got in there with the big questions. And they were profound questions. And they were things that I hadn't even thought about before. And it was like, wow, this is really fascinating. I'm not sure. I need to think about this some more. And it even brought up discomfort. Scorpio will bring up discomfort. And this can be done in a loving manner, or it can be done in a way that can feel horrible or like you're not feeling supported. There is, of course, a spectrum of energies here. But the Scorpio experience is designed to invite you into yourself, invite you into your own depths and to get very honest with yourself. And this is where Scorpio, it will strip you bare. It will remove everything and it will show you the truth of your own energy. Now, this is the second water sign. The third water sign is Pisces. And Pisces is connected with the spiritual growth, the divine, the ways that we rise above the everyday physical world and how we tap into the realms that are bigger than our humanness. So when you then look at the third water sign of Pisces after Scorpio, How do I make this energy divine within myself? How do I transmute this? How do I rise above? How do I keep it flowing so that I can grow? Because in Pisces, the energy is surrendered. It is a letting go. It's a completion. And that is meant to essentially clear the decks, allow us to practice compassion, allow us to look at things through the eyes of love and to assess, was this loving, was this kind, was this good for my growth? And if not, how do I transmute it so that it can be? So the water signs are about continual emotional growth. The water signs are about trusting what you feel, trusting your intuition, trusting yourself, and allowing the energies to speak to you and show you more of who you are. Now, the water signs can also tap us into the other lifetimes we've had, the other dimensions we've experienced, the other places that our energy has been and where it has traveled outside of form even, where we've just been beautiful, glowing energies, or we've been these beacons of light, or perhaps there have been other experiences in your soul's journey that have been really uplifting and you can't even put them into words. The water signs connect us with this. Scorpio connects us to what we're ready to transform into a higher vibration and frequency, transform into a sense of empowerment, transform into a higher expression of love. So this is why it's intense because there's a lot that can come up. And as I mentioned about that transition from Libra to Scorpio, where you're going into some more things that you didn't quite see before, it's a bit like entering a dark room or a dark space. And when you open your eyes, it takes a few seconds or a few moments to adjust, for your eyes to adjust to what you can see in the dark, to what you can see or sense that is different now that it's not in the full sunlight or it's not in a bright room. So we move into these places, adjust 
our vision, adjust our viewpoint so that we can tap into these frequencies. And this is one of the beautiful invitations of Scorpio. And it requires a lot of work internally for this level of consciousness. And so you can also see things playing out, especially in the 3D, where there isn't that deeper level of consciousness or awareness. Instead, there's the back and forth manipulation, basically where you're not being direct or clear, you're being sneaky or trying to keep something hidden. Uh, There's the secretive energy of Scorpio. There's the taboos. There's the omissions where, you know, if you think you're not saying something, then people aren't going to know. But I can tell you in this day and age, that's not the case anymore, especially with so many people who are intuitive and very good at reading energy. It's like, you know the truth. And even if someone is keeping something from you, you sense it. You go into it. You're really curious. Like, why would they not tell me the truth? Why are they not being honest? Why are they keeping this a secret? And all of that brings up parts of ourselves that start to question other people's motives, other people's intentions. And of course, when someone operates in that way regularly, whether they're unable to be honest and truthful, uh, they have a lot of secrets, a lot of manipulation, um, they're okay with betrayal, or even they need a lot of control games, especially in relationships, where they need to have a control mechanism, they need to have something that makes them feel powerful, and if things get too vulnerable or too open or too authentic, you know, there's like the shutdown, or they give you the silent treatment, or they ghost you, they reject you, what they're probably going through relates to their own childhood because of how the Scorpio energy does relate to what we experienced earlier in our lifetimes around healthy relationships, how relationships were modeled to us and whether they were healthy or not, whether they demonstrated good communication skills or not, whether they demonstrated what it means to be vulnerable, what it means to be authentic, what it means to be open or not. And that's what we see in Scorpio is we start to see it really clearly and it starts with seeing it in yourself. Seeing your own patterns, choices, and behaviors in relationships when things get vulnerable, when things get open, when you can't hide anymore, when it's like the truth of who you are and you're getting to know somebody. And this isn't only in romantic relationships. This is in friendship, relationships with clients, with coworkers, with family members and siblings. You know, this is how we really get to know people is that we meet ourselves in these connections. We meet our own limits. We meet our own willingness to go deeper or not. And we're understanding how to trust ourselves because it might not be appropriate to be too open with some people. It might not be a good thing to be vulnerable, especially if they're going to use your vulnerabilities against you or if they have a habit of looking for how to be more powerful or controlling in relationships. So this is a very interesting dynamic, but what we're learning is how to trust ourselves, how to navigate these darker places with our senses, with our intuition, and with the energies that we're picking up. So with Scorpio, 
we first meet ourselves. We meet our own relationship dynamics and behaviors. And then depending on your level of consciousness, you can see, oh, I need to do some healing work around this. Oh, wow. I don't want to keep doing that in relationships. This has been hurtful to people or I don't want to be that person anymore. I want to heal this. I want to attract different kinds of relationships. I want to be in different types of relationships. And this is where a mirror can be held up. When you look at your own habits, behaviors, choices, etc., you'll see where you've hit a ceiling or gone as far as you can go within one experience. And then as you change that energy within yourself, you transform it, evolve it, elevate it, that's when you then start attracting in different kinds of people and experiences that mirror back to you that new energy. Now, Scorpio is a fixed sign. It's a fixed water sign, and I compare it to to a hot tub where the water is contained. It swirls around. You can turn that temperature up. Scorpio can make things very intense, very heated, and yet the energy still swirls around. But if you want to keep that water healthy, you have to use a good filter. You have to clean out the hot tub, right? You have to let things go. You have to have a release mechanism that allows the dirty, gross water to be cleansed and and removed. Otherwise, it just keeps doing and spinning and becomes quite contaminated. So the Scorpio experience can have resistance with that fixed water. There can be resistance to grow, resistance to telling you what to do, because all the fixed signs want to choose. Want to choose when they're ready, choose when they really want something, and they want to choose when it's the right time for them. So that Scorpio energy might understand that it needs to work on something or that there's a potential here for something to be transformed, but until it's readily chosen, the energy won't really shift, grow, or change. So Scorpio can have resistance. It can say, I'm not allowing anyone to tell me what to do, how to use my energy, how to make my choices. So there can be a lot that can come up against the transformation process at first. And usually too, with Scorpio, you have to understand, well, what's in it for me? Why would I want to choose this? Why would I want to do this work? Because it feels like a big investment, whether that's an investment of time, energy, money, what have you, there needs to be a commitment from the Scorpio energy. Now, Scorpio is good at commitment when it can be in alignment with what you want, and you're essentially committing to your own transformation. You're committing to stepping into a new sense of power, but part of the Scorpio dynamic is what you have to let go of what you need to be willing to let go of. And so that's where the ego can come in or a part of yourself can come in and say, there's nothing wrong here. I like this how it is. This is working for me. I don't want to change. There can be that resistance to the change, resistance to letting something go. Um, And when you do this type of very deep work, it often connects to all areas of your life where there's changeovers that happen because you're deeply shifting that energetic foundation. And Scorpios can have a sense of this loss, can have a fear 
of the loss, which comes with transformation. This fear can even be something you've experienced from multiple lifetimes, where you did something or you made a choice, but it also resulted in something you had to give up or let go of or move away from. In more extreme situations, maybe you chose to follow a dream or start a business and there was a big loss that came with it. And that loss could have been quite debilitating and caused a lot of suffering. And so these, they're like these faint soul memories, these parts of your own energy that you're aware of. You're like, well, I'm afraid to go for the new job because a part of me remembers that In one lifetime, I moved to another city to take this job and then I never saw my family again. Or something traumatic happened or something intense and big shifted within you. So these energies are quite deep. They're quite intense. That doesn't mean any of those experiences would happen in this lifetime. And this is where the energies can be quite fascinating because it can seem so irrational, so illogical, such as, well, how could that possibly relate it? But you're tapping into other soul experiences. You're tapping into these other memories and energies that your current conscious self might not have experienced, but you're aware of it. You're aware of it deep within you. And because this stuff can come up right now, it's a beautiful time for all types of healing work, whether that is through past life regressions or Akashic Records work or anything that takes you into more of your own soul's journey, your soul's imprints. And you can do that through sessions, but you can also do that through reading books. And I don't know if you've ever had this experience where you're reading a book or you're reading something, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, and it's really speaking to you to the point that you know you've lived this as well. There's similar themes or dynamics going on that are very familiar to you because it's speaking to those parts of your own energies. I know I've mentioned some of these books before, but just to throw out there again, in case they're still of interest to you, Robert Schwartz has written a few books. One of them is called Your Soul's Plan, and the other one's called Your Soul's Gifts. These are excellent ways of understanding certain themes in your life. A number of you have shared and recommended the work of Dolores Cannon, which is also great for understanding the bigger picture, the cosmic picture, and more of your own energies at this time. She has many books out that you may be interested in and might deeply resonate with you in terms of what you are feeling and sensing at a deeper soul level. There's also the work of Dr. Michael Newton, who has written books about the soul's journey, including Journey of Souls, Destiny of Souls, and Wisdom of Souls. So those could be some really good resources. And even if you've read these books before, it might be worth going back and reading them again. And I'm saying that because I've done that and I'm amazed at what you see the second time or the third time or what you didn't really latch on to during the first reading of a book. So These are designed to help us understand ourselves more, to read into who we are and why we have certain fears or limitations, why we're operating in certain ways that we don't always understand. And the beauty of Scorpio season is that we step more into our power, into our energetic power, into our emotional power to look at what am I ready to transform and evolve now. What is best 
for me at this time that will also have a ripple effect in my relationships, in my connections with others, in how I move energy and how I show up in those connections on a daily basis. And this is one of the reasons why Scorpio season is quite magical because you're able to really get to the heart of some things See your own limitations or where you've been resistant. Look at where you can grow next. Look at how you can evolve and perhaps even exceed your own expectations where you can really make some huge quantum leaps forward, especially in these incoming age of Aquarius energies where we're opening up so many timelines and we're really branching out into many dimensions that have been waiting for us waiting for us. And so we've got to kind of clear out some things, clean up and filter out anything that is no longer of use. But as we do that, we're able to really own more of who we are and love more of who we are. So this is why I believe that Scorpio is one of the energies connected with really deep, profound love. Not just passionate love or intimate love or the other kinds of love that you can experience and share with others, but I mean like this deeper love for yourself, for everything you've been through, for those dark passages, for those hard phases, for those lifetimes that were grueling and traumatic and difficult. This is where we get to keep moving the energy energy forward. We get to transmute it and we get to do so in a really beautiful, kind way. So we will keep discussing these Scorpio themes as we move into Scorpio season more fully, as we'll also see Mars entering Scorpio the end of October, and then we'll have Mercury moving through Scorpio rather quickly in November as well. So we are just entering into this domain, but I hope this has given you some good insights and levels of awareness to work with. And I look forward to continuing this conversation with you as we move forward here and as we complete October. Now, a few more things to share with you before I sign off. The first is that I'll be starting a new video for you every Friday on YouTube. And these are going to be like workshops where I'm going to be teaching, instructing, guiding you through something specific in your astrology chart. And I'm going to be touching on some other themes as well. So I'm really looking forward to starting those Friday videos. They will be starting very soon and they will only be on my YouTube channel. Another quick shout out about Instagram. Yes, there have been many fake accounts and thank you all for letting me know. It is prevalent these days. I would never solicit you for any kind of services. I would never reach out to you offering you something for free. Um, Someone said that they asked to send a picture of her hand and their favorite fruit. I'm not going to reach out to you and ask for your favorite fruit. Um, So these things are ridiculous, but I want you to be aware of them so that you don't give them money and that you can help block them and report them. I do hope it's a phase and it's happening to many people right now because it's very easy to create Instagram accounts. The third announcement that I'm really excited about is that I'm going to have a financial 
program coming out in November. I'm still waiting on the exact date, but this is a program designed to give you insights into financial organization, financial education, and an overview of some important things to know about your financial life. And I have partnered with my financial experts who advise and assist me. I'm going to introduce you to them. They are excellent. They are professional. They are trustworthy. There's no astrology. No astrology. It's a financial management program that is giving you insights and things to be aware of. And it's designed to help you, to help you get clear on what to know about your world of finances, which can be a lot, which can be overwhelming, and which can change throughout your life. So that information will be coming out in November. It had to go through compliance check, which is where multiple people had to review the program and make sure that what we were sharing and saying was true, it wasn't violating anything, blah, blah, blah. So It's going through compliance now. It'll be ready and I'll share it with you, but I wanted to give you that heads up because I think it's going to be very, very important for each of us to be financially educated at this time and to at least have a bigger understanding of what you can choose and what is correct for you, for your family, for whatever is happening in your life. So again, it's not an astrology program, but it's going to help you perhaps understand the bigger picture of your own financial world. And then the final announcement is that I have a variety of astrology and business programs for you, and the coupon codes are in the description box below the video on YouTube and below in the podcast descriptions. And those coupon codes are designed to help you get a deal. Um, But I also just wanted to make you aware that there's multiple different types of programs I offer and they're for different levels of astrology and different levels of business. So please check that out because some of you have asked, many of you have asked, and I just wanted to let you know about that as well as the coupon codes that are there for you. So as always, thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. You can find a new podcast every Monday and Wednesday, and I am very grateful for you sharing this podcast with others who may be interested in this information and that it could help them as well. So I'll see you back here soon for another episode. In the meantime, you can find me on Facebook, my one and only Instagram account, as well as on YouTube. Take good care, and I'll see you back here very soon.